Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Dougie Fresh. Doug. Pirates yeah. lost 2-0 to the Miami Marlins. Um, Just a completely brutal game. We knew we were in trouble, right, when they put out the lineup. You got three guys in the starting lineup that are on an at least an 0 for 15. Uh, the... Uh, Castro 0 for 15, and he's going against a, a, a righty, and he cannot hit righties. Swinsky's 0 for 27. Bay's 0 for 20-something. We've got Josh Palacios batting third. And we're going against a pitcher that's given up one earned run in his last five starts. So, so you know, we were in trouble. And then, of course, while things were close, not that we really had a chance, we brought in Ryan Borucki. Uh, I mean – the bullpen should be somewhat rested because we've had four outstanding starting pitching efforts uh, that resulted in, as Jim says, resulted in one win. And that was, boy, by the skin of our teeth. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I don't understand a lot of things. Like I said, I, I get that Henry Davis is very new to the major leagues, but isn't Josh Palacios? Yeah. Right? I mean, he doesn't have this kind of. vast resume as, as a major league player. Um, so if Josh Palacios and I look, Josh Palacios is probably the fourth better hit, best hitter on this team right now, um, uh, feigning or damning him with faint praise, as they say. But uh, I mean, come on, just let's move Henry Davis up. I don't know if it'll matter, but let him be close to uh, Andrew McCutcheon, the, one of the few guys that, that gets on base occasionally, because we did not have two hits in any inning. I think our, our best thing is McCutcheon had a single. Um, I think then Sawinski, or, or I don't know, somebody. Well, had it was it. Davis. Davis had a Sawinski. Oh, yeah, 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 it was Davis. Davis had a hit. Sawinski struck out, and Marcano got walked, right? Yes. That was and our. They ended up on third and second. Right, yeah. And that was our big nothing. inning. <laughs> yeah. That was the big one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the right. one they they got away. Yeah. Austin Hedges. Um, yeah. But anyways. Gosh. I'm with you now. Oh, granted, there's a phenom on the mound on the other side, Yuri Perez, who is just dominating so far in his call up as a 20 year old. So I get that. Mind you, he's a 20 year old. Should we make you bring in veterans this year? Trade? What's that? Should we have made that trade? That I mean, I, I know that Twitter people were suggesting that that's who we trade Brian Reynolds for. I don't know that any you know real people suggest. Right. Dear Lord. Well, that's. Okay, so I'll put it this way. Rewind when we're having those trade talks. This is why you right. talk about Yuri Perez. Right. But forget that, mind yeah. you. Get back to this game and such. You're right. I mean, you saw the lineup. I want to talk about, and this is just by averages. Since Henry Davis was promoted, all right, to talk about maybe Henry Davis should be batting a little bit towards the top of the lineup, maybe closer to Kutch who's getting on base, just by batting averages. This lineup today with, with uh, Henry Davis's debut. Zero zero zero, three sixty four. Kutch, 
188, 158, 250, Davis, 000, 143, 000, 000. <laughs> That's the lot. This team, since, since Henry Davis's debut, right? This lineup has had 17 total hits, five of them coming from Henry Davis. Right. That's what they were working with today. Yeah. Yeah. Again, against uh, an absolute phenom. I mean, it, it, we're right back to where we were last year for me, where it's like, we're not trying to win. Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've mentioned on this, I understand tanking. I do. I, I understand it. I understand when organizations tank. I don't understand. Well, I mean, the players themselves aren't tanking, but you're, you know, like I watched the 76ers win 10 games in a season, but they played hard in every game. They tried to win every game, the players and the coaching staff. I, You know, they, they were not given a roster that could. Um, this team does not have a great roster, but it seems that, again, that they just have no interest as an organization in winning games. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not asking to, for the big, you know, let's go get Kershaw trade. Um, I'm just asking for you to play the best players on your roster and the best positions for them. Um, to play. Uh, it makes no sense that, that, uh, you know, I mean, right now, dear Lord, Henry Davis should be batting behind Kutch. I don't care if that's second. I don't care if it's third. I don't care if it's fourth, but right. those are two guys that we could maybe get two hits in a row, maybe and, a walk and a hit, right? Something. And, and then right. I was going to say, it might not be two hits, but Kutch is what Jim's one of the out. Is it eight? He's gone on base eight times in the last 10 plate appearances. Yeah, That's yeah, what Kutch I is mean, doing. That's what he does. He's having his best year since 2015. I, I still can't get over it. I, I um, and I can't believe that that the Pirates organization they just haven't beat it out of him. Like, oh, listen, buddy, you're the only one. You know, get take it easy. You know, save some for next year because you know. Yeah, I'm kind of refraining from just going off right now. Also, right. Doug, just so you know, but you have a lot of energy. You have a lot just of like energy I tweeted today, today I too, and I want to say positive. this on the broadcast. Had Kutch not called Bob Nutting and told his GM to actually make a right move, where would this lineup be today? Oh, can you, We're talking about this lineup right. of just Kutch and Henry Davis. Oh. If there was no Kutch on this team, are we looking at oh, possibly looking at the worst lineup construction in this entire rebuild? Four years in. Right, right. If there right, was no Kutch, which right. there shouldn't be, because yeah. that was not the GM's intention. No, no, no. That, that isn't anything that this organization had intended on doing. Right. So he he calls up because he's homesick right? <laughs> or, or whatever. Right. And and clearly he knew what he was talking about. He knew, uh, you know, look, I'll be better. I'll feel better. I'm, I'll be I play better in that step, whatever it is. Um, he has I mean, he has turned back the clock. Uh, man, that, the bat speed is still fantastic. The eye is still elite. Um, you know, the on base percentage, uh, his speed is still good. Uh, you know, this is we've got this terrific player. And we're just wasting, wasting this season. And, and not to mention wasting some really good starting pitching. Very much so. Yeah. And, and it's just, yeah, you're right. If Kutch was not in this lineup, I mean, we scored no runs with, you know, with Kutch in the lineup, right? And he's gotten on base eight out of his last 10 times or eight, eight times in the past two days. And, and we're not getting any runs. Can you imagine? We've probably been no hit three times in in, in, in this series, right? Kutch is the only Just thing. Just the series alone. This right. is series alone, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm with you. Kutch today, two for four. Now, we're talking about the lineup, the, the offense. There's five hits in total, two coming from Kutch. 
Palacios did have a hit as well in the first inning there. Um, Davis had a hit also, and then Marcano had a hit. That was the offense. One walk, which is the Marcano one we talked about, the biggest inning of the The, day. Davis got his hit, Marcano got a walk. The big inning right there, 12 strikeouts. This offense just looks pathetic. Uh, Again, Yuri Perez, good pitcher. I get it. He is young, but he's he's a phenom. He pitched well today. Uh, This offense, though, just has no desire to do anything. Honestly, there's just a terrible approach all around outside of Andrew McCutcheon and Henry Davis. I mean, we talk about them too because performance wise, but like talking about them too as well, just the, like the mentality, right? Those two are dogs and they're going they up want there. It. Yeah. They're going up they there. They, they're like, I don't care. Throw me your best stuff. I'm going to turn no one else, back around. Nobody else seems to care. Everybody That's else looks like look. a kid in little league that, you know, that the one that you stick in right field, we, you know, <laughs> that he can't hit, he can't field and he's afraid to swing the bat and he's only there because his dad's making him play. And, you know, and he just watches three go by every time. That's what, that's what our lineup looks like, except for, the, I don't want to put a uh, Santana still has some, he's not getting great results, but he, I mean, he still is competing up there. I, you know, I, I feel like, that's Marcano, fair. you know, Marcano and even like Palacios, I know we're all upset and, and I am too that, Palacios is batting third, but he, and like I said, I guess I'm more upset that he probably is the third or fourth best best hitter on this team. And that should never, that not in the first year of a rebuild, not in the first year of an expansion team, not in the first year, like he he should be the 26th man on the roster. He should be batting, you know, starting once a week, getting a couple pinch hits and that's it. And we're batting him third. We're batting him lead off. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah. Palacios has like the Josh Van Meter. I'm not comparing the two. I, no, no. I believe Josh Palacios is more talented than Van Meter by all means. And you know, But what I'm saying is he also isn't that good. Right. And I feel like he's going to wear down on a lot of fans shortly because he is who he is. Right. And with that said, he's going to get hated. It's, it's Again, the Josh Van Meter effect. Yeah, it's not his fault that he is what he is. Yeah, exactly. It's the fact that he's being put here to play all these many times in the bat in the third hole. We're supposed to be mad at Charrington for this, not Josh Palacios. Josh Palacios is busting his ass. You know, he's doing the best that he can, and we're asking to do stuff that he's not capable of doing. Right. right? Similar to what we're doing with Santana, similar to what we're doing with Connor Joe. Uh, We're we're asking, putting people in positions and asking to do things that they're really not capable of, and then, you know, turning all our rain on them because, you know, Charrington's not, not answering questions or what have you. Yeah. So... Um, I, I want honestly, I want to sit here for three hours right now and vent. There's so many things I can vent on, but yeah. let's 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 divert and not do that so much. To get to the game, to get to one bright spot, let's start with the starting pitcher, right. Yohan Oviedo. Actually, looked very good today, very impressive. Right. Um, I'm not going to say like his best start of the season, but certainly one of his better ones. A really, he good does one. go seven right. innings. He gave up a home run. The first inning was spotty. Now I'll say yeah. this. He's notoriously had bad first innings. Right. No runs. He's right? improved he gets, those. He, right. His inning is still shaky, but he's not giving up three or five runs. Sure. Now. Right. Two base runners, but no earned runs. We'll take that. He did give up a home run. But again, granted, seven innings, six strikeouts, no walks. That's, to me, one of the That's bigger key. things here. Right. Six hits. Again, two in that first inning. He looked very good, very sharp, and to then go down the down path. Wasted away because this offense can't do anything to help him. Yeah, Oviedo, uh, he keeps pitching like this, and he's going to convince us he's a starting pitcher. I think a lot of us still say, oh, you know, he's going to be best used as really. If he can go six innings, seven innings, not give up walks, only, you know, only give up one run, obviously uh, he's a starter. 
Uh, he's not going to do that every, but he had, I mean, no walks, right? He's one of the, he is leading or one, you know, one of the league leaders in giving up uh, bases on balls. And, and so the fact that his last two starts, I think, have been no walks is, you know, it's like, whoa, he's working on something. He's improving. Isn't that so? Because we don't see a lot of that on our major league uh, team too right. often. Um, you know, nobody, you know, I'm, 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 I don't, I'm fearful for Henry Davis because he comes up with his knowledge and then we, Andy, as the Pirates like to say, once we get our hands on him and then, you know. Henry Davis to me is too strong-willed, too, right. I too good of a mentality. Said, he's got the dog head, in like, it's It's not, like, nothing's going to affect him. Which also goes, again, I don't want to go down this path too much, but also goes against the people that, well, if you call up your prospects too soon, they're going to cry and go to bed crying and weeping yeah. and, and fail as a prospect. Like, like you look, you see Henry Davis right now. Right. Like, there's nothing that phases Henry Davis. Almost he is every, here to learn and improve and win. Every guy in professional baseball, right, is supremely confident. You don't get this far in professional baseball, even at the lower levels, without being the best kid on your high school team or the best kid at your college team, and you've got some confidence. Now, again, things get tough, and you're you're going to start, but it's not. Most guys do not come up here, go two for twenty-one, get sent back down, and then are done forever. That's normally not what hap- what happens, right? They they right. they learn, exactly. they adjust, they they play as to what they're ceiling is or, or at least to their floor uh, they don't crumble they you know they don't they don't go live under a bridge now and it's all over no uh, um, anyone that plays baseball it is a game of failure right I mean nobody yes. comes yeah, nobody comes up baseball hitting 800 no one gets promoted from triple a hitting 800 and like oh my gosh now I can only hit 270 I'm is failing 60 percent of the time right. and he's the best hitter on this team and, and he's elite right yeah right. I mean it's just it, it, it's just so funny to me how, oh, no, it's, it's too early. If it's right. too early, we'll send him back down. And he, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of great, great, great players come up and be sent M- down. Mind you, Doug, <laughs> it's not too early. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I've uh, seen boy. seven games from Henry Davis. It's not too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks, he looks, I mean, look, he's making nice plays in the outfield, outfield assist today. Yeah, it's not too early. It's, it's not too early for Nick Gonzalez. And we know Nick Gonzalez always starts out slow. You just have to keep stuff like that in mind. It's not too early for Andy. It's not too early for Quinn Priester. Again, right? If Quinn right. Priester comes up here and has three bad starts, we can send him back down with something specific to work on. You see what they did to that curveball, Quinn? Did you see, you know, that sort of thing. Um, yep. Yeah, It's, it's not just, seen until you hit the majors. Anyways. Right. And, and, you, and again, there's such a big gap between I, – I, I would venture to say that – more players learn more at the major league level than they do in all of their minor league level combined. Um, Correct. It, you see that? I mean, God, every every player we come up seems doesn't know what, what you know where he's supposed to throw the ball. I mean, we our teams are fundamentally unsound and have been for years, so they're clearly not learning all that much. They don't know where to throw the ball. They don't know. You know um, yeah, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, so. But again, to highlight Oviedo, great, fantastic start. You know, honestly, I know we've dubbed him like, you know, a lot of reliever risk, uh, but you're going to give him every opportunity because you see the depth of this rotation, you know, you see what's there. And it made sense. He started the year and he started out very, very good. And they had that stretch where it's like, okay, maybe it's starting to wear off. And Oviedo has turned around. Like you said, these past few starts looked better again. Um, Today, 
capping off a really good start. But here's something else. So it's a one nothing game. Now, mind you, and I know it might seem this way, Shelton's not given a whole lot of options. Like, this bullpen is completely depleted, and we already know Bednar is pretty much unavailable today, right? Yeah, so for sure. what, whatever goes out after Oviedo is not going to be good. But again, to continue my rant, you simply could still have Robert Stevenson on this team. I don't yeah. understand why that trade was made to begin with, and today highlights even more reason why it didn't make any sense. So they go... A middle tennis pitcher that can't hit? Yeah, I think he's bad like 180 have, on the yeah, season. Yeah, you can never have Actually enough less. of those. Right. It, it's an organizational philosophy that Granted, you can never have enough last middle infielders that can't hit. He can play shortstop, though, right? Like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, so Sorry. Ryan Brucky comes into the game, which, uh, again, he throws left-handed. The ball comes out of his left hand, so it makes sense why he's a major league pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates yeah. because the ball simply comes out of his left hand. Good not move. with any movement, not with any stuff, not with... No, but it, he's it, terrible. I don't yeah. care what hand. You could have no hands. If you can pitch better than Ryan Brucky, you're in there. I don't give a crap about the lefty-righty type of situation. If you're a bad pitcher, regardless, it doesn't matter what ball the hand comes out of. But anyways, Ryan Brucky comes in, immediately gives up hits. Uh, he lowered... Now, granted, though, he only gave up one run today in his point two. Oh, I'm sorry, his point one inning. Right. So, Doug... It's Rookie lowered his ERA on the season to a 40.5. I mean, listen, I, I think it's Aristotle or Socrates. I can't remember which they said. Never mock anyone that's making progress, regardless of how small it appears to be. So, he you know what? Progress. Fair. <laughs> yeah. We should speak yeah. in a much higher light. I'm sorry, Ryan Rocky. Right. You. Uh, are progressing. He's developing. I mean, He's I mean, developing in the majors. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because once we get our hands on him, and you know, yeah, I, I, I mean, as soon as they put, he was in. And again, you're right. Sheldon does not have great options, but there had to be somebody better. There had to be. I mean, even just sure. Majinski, uh, Robert Stevenson. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. It's funny how quick we ran him out of town because I don't get it. You know, until that Mitch Keller. You know, episode. He had a 1.8 ERA, and everybody was like, "How can you bring in Robert Stevenson?" Well, because he has a 1.8 ERA, he's been very effective. We were he we were fine discussing how comfortable we felt with him in eighth inning situations when Holderman wasn't available, that sort of thing. And so he had a couple bad starts or outings. Mitch Keller's had a couple bad innings. Oviedo's. Everybody on this team has had a couple bad, but for some reason we had to jettison this guy for for nothing um, for. Someone that at a position you had absolutely no depth in, right? Yeah, now mind you, he's with the Rays pitching well, short right. sample, of I think course. it's 8.2 innings, oh, 3.6 ERA. But you know, this team can't use that. Yeah, if in some alternate universe I become a GM tomorrow, if the Rays called me and say, Hey, I want that uh struggling relief pitcher, I'm just hanging up the phone and saying, Okay, they see something in him, let's figure it out. What did they see? What are they going to do with him? Because obviously, they know what they're doing. And we got, you know, a, a non-hitting player at, you know, at right. a position that okay. we have of got. It's okay because yeah. the Pirates, to bring up some news, the Pirates did make a trade today for a reliever. Oh, they true. did trade with the Dodgers for Andre Jackson, 27-year-old reliever who this year in the majors does have a 6.62 ERA. But it's okay. And Short that's sample the Dodgers Stadium. When you look at the minors, though, he has a 5.8. Uh, 5.86 ERA in 27 innings. So, again, no need for Robert Stevenson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and again, as the Dodger, same thing. It's like 
if the Dodgers are giving him away, now and I guess they screwed up with Hernandez, so they're not flawless. But something tells me if the Dodgers, if he can't pitch for the Dodgers, where pitching has been their thing since they moved to Los Angeles, uh, they are great. And part of it's because that park, that is a great, great, great pitcher's park. Um, so again, that, that scares you. It's like, oh, great. We're going to bring a guy that can't pitch well in a pitcher's park. And, and you know, our, our park plays fit, fair, but right. uh, I, I'm not, I'm not enthused about this. Again, we got it for cash. They didn't even ask, yeah. for, you know, I mean, to play devil's advocate though, I can look at this way and say, when you have a plethora of riches, <laughs> True. you might be putting guys that are good on, you know, on the way you're you know, guys it's, or whatnot, but I this mean, ain't one of them. eventually what's supposed to happen to this team, right? Right. If, if uh, you know, Andy comes up and Henry Davis can play uh, one of these, uh, you know, great catchers that we have on the roster may have to go. Um, again, if when Gonzalez can play and Cruz comes back, uh, you know, how long can we keep the Marcano Bay Rodolfo Castro um, experiences going on? Um, well, Nick Gonzalez is here. I know Jim and I talked, you know, in his debut about how, I mean, he is here. He's probably going to take some time to develop. He seems like a very slow starter. He's showing it so far. Like how we talked to Henry Davis, not too early for him. Right. You could make the argument for Nick Gonzalez, but regardless, there's a need. And, and right, like Bay is looking terrible. Casho is looking terrible. Marcano's looking terrible. They just DFA'd Matthias because of this deal they had. So like the middle infield, I'm not going to say the depth is gone. Like there's players. Yeah. <laughs> there's right. not good quality players. But, but there's, <laughs> and there's nobody you want to – they're players, but there's nobody you want to actually play. So Yeah, right. year four. I mean, yeah, year four. Year four. And, and right, and the – the guys that we're hoping, you know, or have been hanging our hopes on for years, uh, Baguero, Gonzalez, um, you know, I'm, I'm not convinced that they're going to, uh, you know, come up and light the world on fire. Uh, sure. You know, now it's Chang, right? Chang sounded double. And now we're hoping he's the, you know, it's, you know, maybe I, I say bring Andy up and play him at second base for crying out loud. <laughs> Playing multiple positions. Let's yeah, get to the center spot though, it. just for a right. touch here. Also, because that's certainly one I want to rant on for quite a bit, and I do on a, I did on Twitter. And again, to talk to the people who say, well, how can you put so much on Austin Hedges? I know he's performing terrible, but he was brought here to do a certain set of skills. Why not Castro? Why not Bay? Why not Marcon? Like one of these other guys? Well, all things are true, and we just said here too, they are terrible. They're performing terribly. But the difference is there's a player like Henry Davis who's on the Major League team right now who catches – who plays that position that you can actually fill in and see positive results for. Like we're talking about when you talk to the middle infielders that are complaining about, is it Nick Gonzalez? Probably not, but let's try it. Like there's no clear answer for the rest. There's a clear answer. now Henry Davis is performing. He can play. He's your catcher. You spend a number one overall pick on him. Why are you playing Austin hedges so much? Austin hedges today. Again, Oh, for two, two strikeouts. Gets pinch hit for and replaced with Jason Delay to end this, the game and such. Right. Um, Austin Hedges has an 18. That's a one and an eight. An 18 weighted runs created plus, Doug. That means, do your math, 72, no, 82% worse <laughs> than league average. Oh, gosh. Uh, watching you and Roy do math on here. Um, <laughs> well, it, no, 
a week the, ago was 27. <laughs> the, the, the beauty, right, of, of having these, uh, you know, elite kind of hitting, catching prospects, part of that is like, oh, we can get hedges and delay, you know, out of so many at-bats where then they're fine as a backup defensive kid, like one start a week type thing, because, hey, you could put Henry back there and, you know, he's going to get some hits. Now, suddenly you've taken a, a minus position and turned it with plus. I understand that he has some work to do behind the plate. And, but I think everybody agrees the way you work on that is getting reps behind the plate. I'm not saying put him out there five times, twice a week. Neither am I. Twice a week, right? There you go. But limit Austin Hedges' plate appearances for crying out loud. I, I'll give you all the intangibles that he brings. I'll give you the defense that I don't always seem to see, but apparently it's there. Uh, framing and game calling, all that sort of stuff. I'll grant you all that. You can't have him getting, you know, 25 plate appearances a week. Uh, and, and the one game he does not it's delay. Uh, it's just, right. right, right. It's not when the two best players and, you know, your, your two best prospects, you know, ultimately our catchers. Um, Home run today for Andy Davis, by the way. 104 yeah. off the bat. Good. Yeah. We, we, can I interest you in some of that? Yes, you can. Yeah, right. right. But apparently not because I don't, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, you know, we beat this horse just about every Yeah, show. I know. But and like, I, I guess Twitter. the point still isn't being made in a way that people can understand because like you still have people combating this. Well, this is what he was brought here to do. Here's all the intangibles. Like Cleveland, Cleveland had a need for him. Like the, the Guardians right. played him, and he's known for having a good uh, glove and a bad bat. The point that everyone is missing is he was 2.27 times better the hitter in Cleveland than he is today. And also, like, think about that. Cleveland, don't even, you don't even it, have Guardians hedges. Right. He's worse than half he, he's the hitter than, he was. And Cleveland had the full. Hedges' experience, was familiar with all the intangibles, all these wonderful clubhouse aspects he has, and they said, no, thank you. No, Goodbye. thank you. Right? Uh, so, right. Right. And they signed somebody, and they're letting uh, – and, and they've cut – I think they DFA'd someone, and they're bringing up a prospect. They're bringing yep. up a young catcher. So you can't tell me that he's probably uh, Austin Hedges' you know, e equal defensively at this point. So – Again, it just right. pisses me off. Like, I don't understand. The defense is good. I get that. It's very good. I get that. But something that's really good up here and something that's really bad, uh, well, actually way down here, it right. doesn't even out. There's no checks and balances. Like, it's so brutal offensively that it doesn't, like, his defense doesn't outweigh it. 18 weighted runs created plus. Again, right. he was a 42 yeah. This isn't in, like getting an A and an F and Cleveland. ending up with a three point, you know, or a two point right. average, right? This, this is isn't an a the Malden like, hey, right. light hitters, but good right. light hitter, but good glove. Like, great. We're still talking, referring to people who have a 60 or 70 weighted runs created plus right. as light hitter. Yeah. He is an 18. This is not a light hitter. You don't just passively dismiss him as a light hitter. He is terrible. Garbage, terrible. Right. And I'm right. sorry, like, I, Austin Hedges, you're probably an awesome person. And I'm sorry I'm talking yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. terribly on again, you. But again, this not, is a Charrington thing and a Shelton fault, thing right? now. It's, he it's, uh, is terrible. Yeah. And 
again, you could mitigate the terrible and sort of augment the intangibles by reducing his playing time, right? I mean, wouldn't it be great to have Henry Davis go out and catch an inning and then come back and sit down next to Austin Hedges and discuss yes. some stuff? That sounds right. like a great thing to me. That 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 now you're putting Austin Hedges in a, in a position to succeed as right. opposed to this epic, you know, titanic failure of, <laughs> of what this is. And again, this is not a team that's scoring runs. If we were averaging five runs a game, you know, you could say, all right, we can have that. But we've got four other spots in the lineup that are, are doing, you know, maybe not an 18, but they're working on it. Swinsky's trying to get there. Um, let, let me go down this lineup again. Since Henry Davis, 000-364-188-158-250-000-143-000-000. Yes. Tell me all about that lineup if they can hide Austin Hedges. Yeah, yeah. can't afford it. Can't carry him. I mean, the lineup needs help. These pitchers, you're just, this. I, you've seen this before. The, these pitchers are just gonna. I mean, it's gonna crush their spirit. It, you know, I mean, you, poor Beto. Beto going out and giving up a run, giving up two runs, still doesn't have. He's had three nice starts, and hasn't you know sniffed a win. Maybe you know, just you know uh, Oviedo. So you know, obviously putting the work in, getting getting no no results. It's. Uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, that's a good point. It, it's stunning that, that someone has not been fired. I mean, the assistant hitting coach, somebody. Uh, right. You know. you know, I've been on board with get get him out of here. Sure. Get Haynes out of here. Yeah. I've come on board with Marine more. Yeah. I'm okay with Oscar Marine. Haynes has yet to show me anything. Right. And I know, like, in May, thing, I'm sorry, May, April, things were good. And it's like, okay, maybe, maybe I'll back off and see what he can do. Maybe he can win me over like Marine has. Right. Certainly has not. Like there has well, not yeah. been one thing that I look at and say, you know what, Andy Haynes, you need to stay. Right. No, I, I, again, who's gotten better? It's the same question we asked with Marine because that was the problem with Marine. Andrew no, McCutcheon. None of our pitchers got better. Right. Andrew McCutcheon got better. How much do you credit Andy Haynes? Zero. Zero. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> right. I, I don't, I don't buy in it for a second. Uh, Brian Reynolds worked with him in the off season and Brian Reynolds has not been the Brian Reynolds that uh, we're, we're hoping for. Uh, you know, Hayes had a Brian good, Hayes can't get better. Yeah. And here's another thing too, about that little mini rant on this. So apparently with a kind of like with Oscar Marine, I guess don't want to say Oscar Marine, I guess in a sense, but regardless to go with, Hayes and he had that like strong like 10 games right he had the toe tap and such and it was it was pretty much spread to us of Haynes has been trying to get Hayes to do this for a while Hayes wouldn't came down the rock bottom Hayes tried it and now they got better this is where I now this is where the Haynes Haynes and Marine thing came about right with the the Mitch Keller stuff I, I guess where I'm at too is why can't these coaches relay their knowledge and get these players to buy into it either? Like to me, that's also bad. Right. I've right? thought that since the whole time. It's like, wait a minute, you've been trying to get him to do this all, you know, even as far as back as last season and right. you couldn't, you're a, you're the hitting coach and he has so little confidence in you that he won't take 
you know, a sort of a minor, let's say, Hey, I'll try it for a week. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it, you know, uh, it, it took that long to think that uh, Mitch Keller should throw a sinker. You know, I mean, it was, this is kind of really, really. And, and honestly, like not even this regime, like a pirates thing, like going back to glass now, like all the other pitchers, like why is it such a thing that the people in the pirates organization, like you want to talk about leadership, Right, leadership qualities. How can you not get your own people to buy into your thought process, your mentality, your instruction? That's just terrible leadership. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, I remember when when the pirates were getting all this credit for fixing guys. You know, Ray Sears was yeah. Then, but if you look at it, you brought AJ Burnett in from Yankee Stadium. Okay, did we, and we shifted more than anybody else shifted at that point. We didn't improve AJ Burnett. We improved his circumstances. His situation improved. He didn't become much different. I think he pitched very similar to as he did as Yankee. Not 300 down right field, 300 down. You know, it's not a, a, a home run hitter's paradise. He got out of the American League East and came to the National League Central. He didn't have to face a DH at that time. And we shifted more than anybody else. And even though he didn't like the shift, he benefited from it. Liriano left Minnesota. Where he was, and this was before their. Uh, well, no, I think he was there with their. their but it was, their stadium was a hitter's park. He's in the American League. He's facing the DH, you know. And again, maybe Searich did some tweaks here and there, but I, I think more than any. Same thing. Ivan Nova comes from Yankee Stadium. I don't think we fixed anybody. We just gave put them in a better circumstance than they were before. And you know, at that time, we had a we could score a run or two a game, so they didn't have to win the game by themselves. Yeah. Then we get we get you know down it, further into the the Huntington thing, and we're trying to make you know everybody throw the same pitch. We're not letting strikeout guys be strikeout guys, and you know just a, a one size fits all. That 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 is just terrible, right? Nobody responds the same way to every circumstance. Uh, I mean, you're not going to let Garrett Cole be a strikeout pitcher. You're not going to let Jamison Tyone class. You know, no, no. Let's try to get you know an out on three pitches. How about three strikes then? You know, <laughs> right. Anyways, let's uh let's wrap this up a little bit here. Yeah. But I guess to just talk about Excellent the game post-game. in its Excellent entirety. <laughs> it, it was a very winnable game. Pirates lose two nothing. Absolutely zero offense there. Pitching was good outside of Barucky, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we all saw that coming. Yeah. Um, it's just a very very bad state for the Pirates right now. And uh, granted, I understand there's certainly injuries that have you know taken place right now that's put them in a bad spot. But there's players that need to be performing better. And I'm not taking ownership off of them and just saying it's all the Pirates. I get that. Right. But there's players that need to be better. They're not. There's certainly players that you could foresee being better in the minors that aren't here. It's Ben Charrington said that this is a fourth-place team, and he's ensured that it will be a fourth-place yeah. team. Yeah, and he seems like we've met our our uh, you know inside projections, and uh, you know so we're good. We're good. This is where we right. thought we would be. But – I know it seems crazy. Well, it doesn't actually seem crazy. I would not be surprised if the Cardinals won this division. Right? I mean, they're all I would be now. surprised. Sure. But it wouldn't like completely shock me. Right. I'd be surprised. If they do, I'll look at it and say, wow, it's right. kind of crazy they won it. But yeah. the Reds right but now, the way the Reds look. Right. Jeez. Yeah. And that's what's to me, having them win the division over the Cardinals even right now is more of a killer. Oh, that's yeah, that stinks. Because again, we—I bet our our uh, 
our pirates uh, inside projections had them in fifth place. I bet it did. Right. So right. they got us right, but they were sure wrong on the reds. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, every team looks a year and a half into their rebuild and massive yeah. teardown. Right. Here they are. And here's our lineup for the Pittsburgh pirates in year four of this rebuild. Yeah. So there you have it. Let's end on that. <laughs> I, I think there's a game tomorrow. No, we're off tomorrow, right? It's two. Yeah, no, tomorrow. there is. Yeah. There is an off day tomorrow. Um, so tomorrow we'll have Starbucks in the morning. Uh, what I will say is, and again, to kind of promo this, so we'll have Jim Callis from LB pipeline talking about the draft preview. Uh, we're actually going to have him on tomorrow that will air on Thursday. So look out for that. But yeah, tomorrow yeah, Starbucks in the great. morning, we'll have our upcoming series preview, which I'm sure will be very, very fun. So tune into that. Skeins or cruise. Who do you, who, who, where are you leaning? I'm not talking about that. No, yet. you got to <laughs> teaser. There's a teaser. Yeah. Stay Come tuned. Back Thursday. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, with that, let's get out of here. Appreciate you, Doug, coming on and talking about this. Appreciate everyone for staying and listening. Uh, and I guess you'll, for some reason, be back on Tuesday to listen to that next game. So we'll see you then. Bye bye. Take it easy, guys. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks. Thank you.